What's up? Welcome to the No Manga Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. My name's Rick Beta, back from a nice little trip to the Pacific Northwest. Thanks to the Amadons for their hospitality. My hands are together right now. Thank you, thank you. Had an amazing time. It was very nice and relaxing. Troutdale represent. That's what's up. I also got to finally meet up with some dudes from Skate Twitter, Templeton, Scott, Mikey, Joey. You might recognize some of those names. I and mean, those are big names in the Pacific Northwest. I mean, as far as the skate games concerned, big names. They don't mess around. And I got to be in their presence, you know? Yeah. It's very honored. I mean, that's right. We we all hit up Stronger Skate Park, you know, for a 7 to 9 p.m. session. When I originally told my uh, knees that, they were like, oh, hell no. Nah. 7 to 9? Hell no. Nah. Two hours of us, you know, young bucks skating. And I wasn't as sore as I thought I'd be. <laughs> True fact. I think my abs were more sore. And I think maybe because it was kind of, I went kicking soccer balls with my son earlier and just skating for two hours. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was hurting. But I was just not that bad. I hit the pavement, what, twice? Oh, that's always fun. Nice little reminder. It's always good to just slam your body, just get bodied twice, right? It's a nice reminder that we're human, our mortality. But it was a blast, fellas. Let's do it again next year. I like it. Same same spot, too. I don't mind. That's a cool park. So check out Stronger Skate Park if you're in the area. And I would recommend, yeah, the 7 and 9s one was good. It was just like only us, basically, you know, because us old timers. And it was later, it was cooler, so... Check it out. So let's see. What what else has been going on these these past few weeks? I mean, I didn't consume as much skateboarding as, you know, content as I wanted, you know, while I was in the PNW. But I mostly just wanted to chill, of course, you know, and be one with nature, you know. Kind of get grounded, you know, much like what Ace does, you know. But I did check out, you know, most of Tony Hawk's Vert Alert, of course. You know, it's the road to the X Games. Only because I'm all about that Vert life. You know me. I don't skate Vert, but I have a huge amount of respect for the dudes that do. And if you're a Vert hater, you probably didn't watch this. But for those of y'all who did, did you see the insanity that went over that the event? Are you kidding me? I almost felt like I should have, like, booked a flight to uh, uh, Utah. You know, skip the skip hanging out in Oregon. Go ahead, go to Utah, man. I mean, talk about some of the most amazing like vert skating to go down in a long, long time. I mean, both from the dudes and the ladies. You know, epic, epic skating. And if you missed out, uh, you missed out. I mean, simply said, you know, I feel it. You know, this this one, this event though, could have won over some of the the vert button mashers out there. It was that good. And before I, you know, I go into the uh, the current generation of riders and and rippers, I have to start with the the legends, you know, the OGs, you know, who put on an almost hours worth of skating. You know, I talked about skating for two hours. These guys are older than me, and yeah, they skate vert. Almost an hour's worth of skating for our viewing pleasure. There was no money involved, no money exchanged. But it was so cool to see all those humans in one place. Many of which I had, you know, ripped out pages of magazines on the, of them on my wall or in my high school locker, you know, all, all there on one vert ramp, you know. And, you know, and Chris and, and Paul, you know, talked about it. Between all of them, there is hundreds of years and maybe hundreds, if not thousands, of invented tricks standing on those decks. I'm talking about the half-pipe deck. Of course, the skate deck too. The half-pipe deck. Try and take all that in. So much skateboarding history. 
so much uh, vertical skateboarding history, that is. So, And to quote you know, the great Tony Hawk, let's celebrate vert again. I agree, Mr. Hawk. I agree. Let, let's do that. I'll start by hyping it up as much as possible you know, on this show. And I'd be more than excited to like, see a tour roll through the Bay Area here, maybe at the SAP Center. Good old Shark Tank. That's a good spot. And we know your ramp will fit there because I went to a Boom Boom Huck Jam, what, like decades ago, whenever that was? Many, many moons ago. I mean, let me know how I can help. San Jose stop for the Vert Alert. Let's make it happen. But go back, you know, and pause it. Find the video. I'll, I'll put it in the notes below. Find the video and pause it at 1236. It's hard not to get emotional with that image. I mean, not only for the, the talent there, but also it's a cold, hard, like, reality. A smack in the face that all these skaters are getting much older right before our eyes, right? I mean... Much like we're seeing kind of the same thing with the up-and-comers, these pioneers aren't getting any younger. I mean, yeah, it's kind of depressing. However, these guys, they skate vert, and they have more longevity than most street skaters, you know? I mean, unless your name is Ron Allen, that is. But I think it's just, you know, as Paul Zitzer said, it's, it's all that muscle memory. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just had to point that out. But here are some notes that I took along the way of watching the Legends. Because, you know, I broke down, like, each skater. You know, Kevin Staub, you know, inventor of the blunt fakie, right? But he did a huge backside ollie. One that kind of gets – he was on his tippy toes. He went that high, that that epic. I think he did one over the channel, too, right? I didn't put channel my in, over the gap in my notes. But – I noted that down. Jason Ellis, MC host with like hostess with the mostest, because not only was he a host, he was a performer too. You know, the dude's like multitasking like a boss. He's like, here, here, hold this mic as I drop in here, do some tricks on this vert ramp. Mike Crum, alley up frontside nolly over the gap, signature trick. If you know Mike, you know he's all about those frontside nollies and the alley up. Oh, just so good. I mean, he's been flying those so high for decades. Bucky Lassick. Ah, switch game equals ridiculous. But how about that front side? It was a front side rodeo right over the gap. Damn. Kidding me, dude? Are you kidding me? Mike McGill, McTwist, of course, inventor of the McTwist. And I put down on my notes that it had nothing to do with the contest. But remember those carbon fiber layers that they tried with Powell back in the days? I think, yeah, one of my buddies had one. They they basically eliminated one of the plies. So it was a seven-ply board. They eliminated one of them to make it lighter, but they put this, like, carbon fiber layer. So you basically had a six-ply board in launch ramp days. That was not a good combination. <laughs> so I just wrote that down. Carbon fiber layer experiment back in the day. That's literally what I wrote. We still don't, we're still not mad at you, Mike. It's all good. It was an experiment, dude. These things happen. You were trying things. Christian Asoy, Christ Air, Rocket Air. Eh, you know, iconic skate tricks, right? And they look good, too. And he made them look good. Iconic. I know I had a yeah, definitely tons of Christ airs on my wall, and yeah, and rockets, uh, rocket airs too from Christian. Sandra Diaz body jars, nar jars, huge frontside airs. I mean, he's still flying, and he actually did Christ air variations too. But he still skates like he's in his twenties. That's what I wrote down. That's ridiculous. I miss seeing Sandra in the contest though. Lindsay Adams, Hawkins, Pastrana. Yeah, she's got all those names. Obviously, Pastrana, you know who that is, you know who she's tied to that. But she's the first female to throw down McTwist. So, very well done. That's awesome. That's very cool. Lincoln Ueda. Lincoln, 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 Lincoln. Speech, speech. Of the OGs, he's my favorite verse skater, I think. Well, I know it's tough. I mean, 
if I, if you tell me to watch video like vert footage, I'm probably gonna pull up him first, but then also Hasoy and obviously Jimmy Wilkins. He's like my current favorite. But Lincoln, I mean, I'll never get bored watching him skate. Never. And I think I've mentioned this before, but go watch, go look up Seven Year Glitch on YouTube. You'll thank me later. Trust me, such a good part. Lincoln kills it. Mike Frazier, reverts. Oh, actually, backside, lipside revert. It's like, how do you do those on vert? Really? And as they said, he's the, you know, your favorite skater's favorite skater. It's about right. I like how Mike went with the black shirt now. I, mean, I always remember Mike. He would always rock the white tee. And I would, of course, be rocking the white tees. But white tees get dirty. Mike's like, you know what? I'm going to go with the black. You know, if I spill something on it, I'm good. I could wear it for a little bit longer. White tees, dude, it's, you get you get anything on it, you got to take it off. So I noticed that. Went with the black tee. And Tony Hawk. Oh, wait. Oh, boy. You know there's going to be some uh, exciting stuff going on. But Tony Hawk threw down a McTwist. After all he's been through the last few years, oh, that was crazy to see. Crazy. And, and the only reason why he pulled it off, and get this, this is, this is going to shock you, is because of Chris Cote. Yeah, you heard that right. Chris stopped Paul, Paul Zitzer that is, from commentator jinxing him. Right at 3158. You don't believe me? Go check it out. 3158. He was two seconds away from like snipering Tony down. Just, where did that come from? He's down. Oh, my gosh. What happened to Tony? Oh, no. That was so close, Chris. I mean, good looking out for one. I mean, Tony should go back and listen to that very moment and send Chris like a, I don't know, a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater care package or something or birdhouse package. Tony, you got to hook Chris up, dude. He he had your back. He hooked you up. He got, he got you that McTwist. Real heroes don't wear capes. I think he's already won one before, but I'm, but I'm sure Chris, it, it, he would look amazing donning one, though. And I think he's done that before. He does some crazy photos if you follow him on social. But, yeah, I, I just had to point that out. That was, that was all Chris. That was all Chris. Way to look out, man. And I think I've called out both of them over the years, which is why I had to point this out, <laughs> for, uh, for their jinxes, quote-unquote. But this time around, Chris saved the day. Literally. Totally redeemed yourself. And I will I'll thank you for Tony as well. Tony, Tony really I bet he really appreciates that. He probably didn't even notice. Who knows? Maybe he did watch the the, the replay. But Tony, man, if this if this ever gets back to you, dude, like you gotta tell Chris, like he hooked you up, man. And even more importantly, like when he finally did make it, Chris simply said, quote, Oh, here we go. I'm just going to let the crowd do the talking here. Bam! Mic drop moment. Chris could have walked off right there. He didn't need to commentate anymore. That, that's like perfect. Genius. What timing. The magic happened right then and there. Paul's looking around like, where, where did Chris go? Chris like updates his IG. Yep, on a plane back. Plane back. I'm heading back now. My job is done. And I'm not going to lie. I almost cried. That moment. Especially the way he set it up. Like, Chris, come on, dude. That happens in like... Like in baseball, you know, or like there is, you know, the, the winning run or winning hit. And, and, you know, Joe Buck just says, I'm just going to go silent. Or he doesn't even need to say that. He just goes silent, lets the crowd just. <sighs> what a moment. So, Chris, dude, save this commentator jinx. 
save talking over that moment. Dude, epic. I had to give I had to give you your flowers on that one, man. But yeah, I held back tears, you know? I mean, I think Tony holds the record for most amount of times a skater made me shed a tear or hold back or just be like, oh, don't do it, Rick. Don't do it. Be strong. It's Tony. He's going to do it again, too. I know he's going to do it again. But as much credit as I give, you know, Chris for saving the day, his wife actually gets a ton of credit, too, because it basically helped him get get the confidence back to try it in front of a crowd again. Did you hear that? Because only only because a few weeks later he did it for his wife. He said he, oh yeah, gotta thank my wife. You know, a couple weeks earlier I did one in front of her, and I, I'm assuming it was like kind of like a nice and private moment. You know, maybe like via candlelit dinner. Like where he's like, don't get too close to the candle, you blow it out. Don't don't skate by so fast, Tony. How cool of a moment would that would that be though? You know, we've all done that, right? You know, we we have our significant other around. We try and show off her best skills, whatever it may be. He's like, hey, babe, uh, watch this. Oh, uh, watch this. And then we attempt, like, our best Kobe, like, shot from beyond the arc, high school level three, like a stationary kickflip that would go unappreciated. You know, we've all done it, right? Hey, watch this. <laughs> I mean, it's just that Tony does McTwist for his wife in private because that's what all hu- husbands should do, right? Uh, I'm talking to myself there, too. I'm, I'll get right on it, okay? Maybe before our next anniversary. What do I have? Let's see. A uh, little less than a year. Ten months to, for me to learn a McTwist. I mean, I need to learn how to drop in first. I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. Although, and I think about it. For me, though, if if I had to do that, I would need the crowd noise. I would need the energy to do mine. I would need to kind of get pumped up only because I'd probably start getting nervous after each failed attempt. You know, I could just see the glare and just hear my wife's internal just dialogue, internal monologue of like, okay, just landed already. I'm hungry. We've got to work in the yard. Laundry's not going to fold itself. Chop, chop, chop. That's great. Yay. Kickflip. Yay. McTwist. Yay. That's why Tony's one of the best to do it. But anyway, enough about the legends. Let's shift to the current and up up and comers. I took some notes on most of them because I had to. So much to talk about. Eddie Domestoy killed it. Took first place. And it was well-deserved. I, and I remember because I was watching it and I saw some of the comments. Oh, no, Moto Shibata, Moto Shibata got robbed. No, he didn't. No, Eddie, Eddie got – he deserved Dude blasts so high off the coping, his trick selection. Moto kind of got repetitive. He's kind of doing the same run. And then he was trying to add in, you know, some new stuff. Too little, too late, man. He, he bailed on a couple of those last runs. Eddie deserved it. Moto, like I said, Moto Shibata got second place. And he won the best trick with, his, with an alley-oop uh, kickflip McTwist. H- how? How do you even do that? I mean, kickflip McTwist just alone, right, are insane. And then you do an alley-oop? Ridiculous. And my man Jimmy Wilkins took third. He got he got on the podium though. You know, no shock to to see him up there. He won it last year, but third place was was his reality this year. I mean, Jimmy, he didn't disappoint. I mean, what's he where we're down 540 flat bottom power slide to 540. Oh. Okay. Whatever, dude. 
Think about that. Think about trying to do that. Any little reverts or power slides in the middle of the flat bottom. And as I talk about, you do those and you get a, what they call it, a bug splatted under the other the ramp on the other side of the wall. The transition, hell no. And that front side alley-oop ollie over the gap. Oh, perfection. That was ridiculous. I mean, dude practically flew like, flew over to Oregon to see me. Damn. Tom Shar is always killing it. Always fun to watch. And it's crazy how we like we've seen him all grow up before our eyes. You know, I was talking about earlier, like all the other we're seeing all the legends getting older, but we've seen Tom Shar just grow up before our eyes. He's been killing it for so long and keeps getting better and better. And he's gonna be up there with the legends like in a few decades. You know, it's gonna be well, yeah. Got we got some time, but he'll be up there. And all the girls, they flat out destroyed the half pipe. I'm surprised it's still standing after all is said and done. So many amazing skaters, like, keeping Vert alive. The future of Vert is bright. Especially with skaters like Arissa True, who happens to be the first female to do a 720. First place, of course, with that. Yeah. I mean, she didn't do it in her, content, in the, her runs, but she got it after best trick attempt. I was like, hell yeah, that's what's up. It's cool to see how it all went down as well, though, because time was up. Jason Ellis gave them, like, another try. And then after another close attempt, decided to give her one more. I mean, you have to at this point, right? It's kind of like when Tony did his 900. You just have to keep it going until the skater throws in the towel or gets, like, gets the make. And if the skater's feeling it, you can't stand in their way. Especially with someone, you know, like we talked about Tony Hawk, you know. He gets that eyes, the look in his eyes. Tony was all about giving another try, you know, so they had to. We, we all know that he knows a little bit about making history and kind of what it takes. Of course he's like, give her another try. But they had to shift her to the men's uh, trick group because, you know, of course, timing. You know, they probably had the building for so long. And they go, all right, well, we're, and Jason's like, all right, we're going to move her to the men's event because she's going to give her more time. Yay! It was kind of cool that they did that, you know, because she can hang, you know, she can hang. But she even caught Ellis off guard, though, because <laughs> they hadn't even started yet. She was like, um, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and, and land this right now. Yeah, y'all can just carry on with your, your boy's best tricks. Yeah, yeah, um, okay, I'm going to do that now. So epic. I mean, she's on her way to a 900, though. It, it, it's going to happen. It's not a matter of, of, of if, it's just when. And maybe, like, three or five more years, I can see it happening. She's coming for you, Tony. And it's going to go down at avert alert. I can see it now. Asahi Kayahara. I hope I said that right. I know I heard it a million times, but of course, you turn on the mic, you forget how to pronounce names. She She's another one of my new favorite vert skaters. She took second place. I wrote down style for days. So fun to watch. And Reese Nelson, who is very, very familiar to Tony's ramp, she took third. And Reese is going to be a force to be uh, reckoned with, too, in the next few decades, you know? Be afraid, Arissa. Be afraid, Reka. Be afraid, Ruby. Bryce Wetstein is always fun to watch because she has so much fun doing what she does. <laughs> I mean, she dropped in with, what, three minutes and 15 seconds left. And then about, like, a minute or two into a run, she did eight 50-50 axle stalls in a row. Setting up for it was a backside ollie across the gap. She finally like bailed, of course, and with 
like two minutes and what four seconds left on the clock and had to be dragged off the ramp and it was almost as if she forgot that there was a clock still going <laughs> and then it finally at 152 the ramp was finally clear i mean it, i mentioned this because it was so hilarious to see the real-time comments on that people were like losing their minds say she was stalling or being selfish like get her off the ramp what the hell you try going wall to wall hyping yourself up for that gap you know something that huge like that See how that works out for you. And because, you know, think about it, there's only one gap. She had to circle back each time to the appropriate wall to do said, you know, gap Ollie. But that's so, that was such a fun event to watch. I bet it would have been even better in person, you know, and, and it was free. All you need to do is have your feet on the ground in Utah and you were there. I mean, I'm definitely going to make out to one of these in the future. And as I said earlier, how cool would it be to see one go down in San Jose? Let's make it happen, universe. Like I said, I'll put the link to the videos in the notes below. Just, just check it out. Just, you know, put on the, put on your TV too. You'll enjoy it. Thank me later, man. I'm here for you. Let me get some water real quick. Got no ice in this thing. I, that's what I'm missing. I'm parched over here. Oh, see, Battle of the Barracks 13 kicked off. What this last week? The first few matches are a sign of good things to come. I can't believe I just said that. Especially after the first match. Are you kidding me? Suchu versus Cole? Just those two names alone should have you clicking on the video. Even if you're a Barra hater. Take my word for it. I, I mean, I won't ruin it for you. But all I have to say is that it's crazy that Cole has maintained such a huge bag of tricks over these years. You know, I always talk about just maintaining tricks. I'm just main, I'm trying not to learn new stuff. I'm just trying to maintain Cole's maintained so many tricks. You could throw everything at this guy, and he'll still have a response. I mean, I'm starting to question if Chris Cole, is he real? Seriously, guys, no, I'm, I'm leaning in now. I'm, is he, no, Joe, is he real? How in the hell are you still this good, Chris? What's your secret? What do you eat for breakfast? Do you brush your teeth with your left or right hand? I need to know, damn it. I'm being serious. Battle of the Barracks 13, is, I mean, it's fixing to be an all-timer. And a quick side note, a good way to tell if a match is going to be good or not is by looking at the length of the video. Anything under nine minutes means it probably wasn't that close. You know, at least not as close as it could have been. Anything under six minutes, that was a slaughter. The first match... Suchu versus Cole was 11 minutes and 12 seconds. I don't need to say anything else. I don't need to say it. Just go check it out. And then while you're at it, you know, check out Eric Costin v. Carlos Ibero. Just note that this video, if you're paying attention, is 6 minutes and 56 seconds. I'll let you figure that one out. It was, it, 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 it was cool seeing uh, Eric competing, though. You know? Eric, part of the barracks, competing. And so, but so far, the average age of this, con, you know, the competitors, 37 and a half years old. Yeah. So I can't wait to check out more. We're going to see some more young bucks coming in, in, in this game. I mean, Jamie Griffin's always a threat, right? But I don't know. This is, this is, this is starting off really good. I, I'm hyped for this. So I'm just curious to see how long this will take. Are there going to be any hiccups along the way? And how are they going to handle it? So we'll see. Let's see, what else did I check out? Oh, uh, 
John Shanahan killed it for his DC Shoes Double Up part. Double Up! And I personally wouldn't look cool in those shoes, but, you know, he rocks them like a boss. I mean, if you can wear them, hey, you do you, man. Or woman. But dude killed it. This is a, what, 7 minute, 28 second part. Um, a couple of things that really stood out for me, though. The fact that he is so good that he has, like, security guards giving him props, yeah, that says a lot about him. Says a lot about his vibe, you know? But then again, I bet he just told him, uh, oh, yeah, D said I could skate here. D who? Yeah, so I bet you pulled that again. Loved his heel flip 28 seconds in over that garbage bin. It was like no big deal. It made nothing to see here. Yeah, just a cat. You know, it's no big I'm sure it was a, a smaller garbage can as a lower, but still, come over a garbage can. That's like he caught that so perfectly. Probably got to look and see what's in the garbage can below. And I'm glad we got to see both angles, like two angles of it, too. So. And I was like, I noticed too, I bet all those dudes who tagged that loved getting some shine. Oh, yeah, that's my tag. Yeah, what's up? Yeah. But my favorite trick of the video is one that is probably older than most of you tuning in right now. At 4.23. And which was actually, it was probably a nice nod to Mike V, Tommy G, and hell, even me. You know, when I was doing early grabs off lawn tramps, you know, back in the day. I was like, hell yeah. That's what's up. You know I paused and rewound that bad boy. That J Japan was proper. Just tweaked. Oh, damn. I need to get that signed and framed. Anyone have a photo of that? I'll just, I'll just snap it from the video. I don't care. That looks, that was epic. <laughs> so cool, John. And I also wrote down that we, we also got to learn that he's a grip over the bolts guy. And you can see it at 7 minutes, 10 seconds. Yeah, you know, maybe I should try that again. I think I've tried it before, you know, and maybe that's the secret, I guess. I think I tried them back, you know, way back in the day when you, uh, when it was launch ramps and then you, the bolts kept getting loose. I can't remember what my excuse was. I'm like, I don't, I don't really like that. But definitely, you know, who knows? Maybe the secret's that. Maybe it's the shoes. Are you going to cop some? I mean, in regards to DC, I can only rock the Lynxes. I have them. I need to get some insoles for them because I know it's not like I wear them to work. My feet hurt like hell by the end of the day. I need to get some like soft, cushiony insoles. I haven't tried skating them yet, but yeah, I can only rock the Lynxes. You know, I just can't. You know, other than that, any other shoes from DC, it makes it look like I'm trying too hard to like stay young and cool. But that's just me, you know. So, but keep killing it, John. That was epic, man. That was good. And finally, is it Aquasi? Did I say that right? Aquasi. Aquasi. No, I think it's Aquasi. For sci-fi fantasy dropped, let me just say... Actually, wait, hold. Let me put on my uh, sports analyst suit real quick. Hold on. Got to get the tie. Oh, that's good. That's good. I like this move. Never heard of the dude before. I love this move. I mean, he is such a great fit for this team. You know, clocking in, what, at 1 minute and 59 seconds. Just one second under two minutes. He made such a powerful statement, though. So good for the brand. I mean, he's going to be so fun to watch. And where did he come from? I mean, I know there are probably a couple of people out there like, Dude, Rick, you haven't heard of him yet? What? Get with the program, man. He's so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. I mean, don't get me wrong. When I saw his name, I tried to look him up on YouTube. I didn't get much info. There's a couple other singers, and but where did he come from? Dude's good. 
But I bet I know the exact moment Jerry had to get him on the phone to offer him a spot on the crew. For those of you who have seen it, it was right at the 1 minute and 13 second mark. That. That. That's when Jerry, you know, texted Ryan and gifted and the rest of the team. And not to, not to ask if he'd be a good fit to tell him. Oh, here, here, who, here's our new teammate. Jerry was probably punching walls with excitement. I hope you put some ice on those wrists, uh, Jerry. We care about you, man. So what was it? It was a, I wrote this down. I hope it's right. A Wally slash wall ride gap to wall ride? Or do you want to call it a garbage can Wally to garbage can ride? Either way, that was crazy. I'm just calling it wall ride to wall ride. Wall ride, wall ride gap, wall ride, even though it's a very short wall ride. It's almost like a Wally. I mean, how do you keep up the speed and the height for that? Because you hit, you kind of bonk, you lose your momentum. And it seems almost impossible to go backwards to land. But that's kind of what he did. I mean, how are you defying physics? How? how uh, Aquasi. Also, you seem like you're on a, on a mission to become the wall ride king. I noticed that, you know? And all I have to ask is, what the hell did Nottis do or say to you? 